On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. Hey, Chris, we were talking about it the other day. Welcome to my learning farm. We have much to show you. I'm sure you have tons of great, like, kid songs that stick in your head from all the toys, right? Oh, yeah. You have to. I yeah. mean, because that one is like, because Brighton pushes that button on that toy all the time and it's nonstop <laughs> welcome to the learning farm. Yeah. Like, like it's like that, you know, the house school of rock back in the day, the yeah. learning farm. Like, you've got to have tons of them ingrained with your football team. Yeah, you know, with, with me, it's like, you know, when, when having four kids, people want to give you all their, like, hand-me-down toys, and it's always the ones that make the most, <laughs> most noise. You're like, please, I'll, I'll, I'll throw these away, you know, <laughs> keep them out of here. So welcome back to the show, Chris, Thank for you. another episode here. We got Zach and Matt uh, hot on the mic. Man, hello, the Matt hello. Mike is – Mike, Matt, that's messing me up today. For Mike and Matt, Matt on the yeah, mic? Yeah. yeah. No, hey, like that's it. a good little saying. That's what you ought to be. That's where I ought to be your Twitter oh, Why logo. didn't I ever use that in my Matt days of radio? Mic. Your Twitter <laughs> handle should be that <laughs> – I guarantee some idiots already got that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's you, probably taken. Yeah. You could be the better idiot. That's true. <laughs> I could be the real Matt on the Yeah, back. yeah, the real. Yeah, yeah the real right. with the blue check mark. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm not – yeah, I'm going to be on that level where you get the blue check mark. Yeah. Doesn't cool. Jenny have the blue check mark? Oh, yeah. How did that happen? Well, she's got lots. What, do you got to, like, fill an application for that? Yeah, what's no, the, it's just when you get so many. I mean, oh, gotcha. you have to have a certain amount of followers. Yeah, she has hundreds of thousands. Oh, okay. But yeah. there, is a, there is, like, a verification process. Oh, right? yeah, when like that happens. Yeah, yeah. Once you get so many followers then they send you the deal and they basically lock you out of your account until you can provide your driver's license and all that stuff proving who you are and then they give you the blue check mark oh wow scam. do you have to pay no, for it, it sounds like a scam. oh no 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 not at all no no you don't pay for it they just they when you have so many followers i think it's part of them regulating that you are what what and right. who you, you are say, who you, you, say are. you are yeah. because then you're somebody that obviously has enough of a reach that it matters i guess no. i don't know you're an yeah. influencer matt yeah, that's, yeah. that's what you are <laughs> that's what those are called i've heard that yeah. word being influencer. yeah yeah influencer. <laughs> so what, what we got on this first one zach yeah the first headline for today you sent me this and i'm gonna be honest i, I don't know a whole lot about the gronk but zach doesn't know do. jack about football i don't know yeah. a lot about football it's true it's uh, okay gronk considering retirement to pursue acting career rob gronkowski was surprisingly non-committal when he asked after the Super Bowl if he will return to the New England Patriots in 2018 when he was asked, sorry. According to a report from local Massachusetts newspaper, the Eagle Tribune, Gronkowski is thinking about giving up football to pursue a career in acting. Gronk has supposedly spoken with Hollywood legends Sylvester Stallone and Dwayne The Rock Johnson who told him they believe he could make millions if he starred in action films. Well, I, first of all, Gronk is a personality, okay? Gronk is the tight end for the Patriots and he is uh, probably the number one tight end in the entire league. Sure. Um, so, Super successful at his deal. So, you know, honestly, if you think about it, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd want to blame too much. I mean, he's a young guy who's still, you know, he, he has had a lot of injuries. He makes a ton of money. He's won the Super Bowls. Um, even at this point, he could probably even get in the Hall of Fame with the career to this point as, as good as it's been. You know, I mean, he's going to be on the edge of it. But 
um, going into the movie stuff be a lot less impactful on your body, right? Yeah. But I don't know if he's done ready for that. He's still young. Yeah, you know, like thinking about, I think, Chris Collinsworth and, and Al Michaels uh, this past Super Bowl, uh, which, by the way, go Eagles. God bless. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad the Patriots didn't win. Oh. Isn't everybody? I yeah. mean, come on. I'm such a fan of, like, Doug Peterson and the yeah, whole, like, I do like Doug system Peterson. work. I'm not uh, even a football guy, and I know I shouldn't like the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I know that much. Yeah, yeah he, he's a fan of Doug Peterson because he played backup to Brett Favre. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like, he, was Doug, he was Brett Favre's backup. He's like, I, I would play, like, third string to Brett Favre and, you know, live my life as a legend. But All he, day. <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd go – I would go if, – if Brett Favre would let me go on his farm and – pick trash up all day to get to say hi to him i'd do it yeah mm. every day <laughs> every day for, for a quarter that means for a, a lot long coming time. from you i would you're an author you're an yeah. entrepreneur yeah i, I, I want to meet brett yeah back to the, the the point is is talking about gronkowski and his acting career you know i think chris collinsworth said it you know he he does a pretty good bit of acting you know he <laughs> he knows how to buy a foul you know he knows how to buy it's like, part of you know, it right part of some deal i mean it is like it's full on body commitment when he falls to the turf for no reason at all. <laughs> oh, I get it. That's a football yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, he's making yeah. fun of him I, for flopping and all that. Yeah, it's a full body commitment there. So you know what I thought about on this though? My second shot was 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 purely you're never. It's never too late to jump into what you want to do. Like it's never like you're never at a spot where you can't go, well, I'm too old. Well, I've already had my deal. You're not. I mean, you and I both know in our business we've got people that are seventy years old that were retired engineers that wanted to get back into work and recreating a second career with with even something we do. And I, I think at times we that a lot of people will, will stop themselves from doing the things that they want to do because they think, uh, well, I'm already past my problem. I'm already past that. I'm already past this and 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 I you know I'm I'm too old or I'm too this or I'm too young right I mean even mm. at that point but um, you look at a lot of people is know when to walk away and know to the next thing is a hard thing to do. Yeah, I think you know being able to walk away and you know maybe for him it's it's like you know at a, at a stage in his life where he still has a quality of life left you know and and you know I know football is obviously the the subject at hand and you know there's so many things that go on with the concussion protocols and you know I've got a, I've got a theory that they like literally band-aided that guy back together to put him in the <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl he looks like really, it really he looks bad. like it on the field with all the pads yeah, yeah I got a I got a rundown here yeah with a concussion that knocked him out of the AFC championship game Gronkowski has now suffered just about every significant injury a football player can have torn ACL broken his arm undergone back surgery on three different occasions since college that is extreme yes. yeah yeah, you know. But what, what to do when to make the last call? When do you know when to make the move? When when do you know that that? Um, um, and, and do you believe you're you're at ever some point where it's too far gone? Yeah, you know, if, if Sylvester Stallone said it, then then absolutely you should do yeah. it. You know, like, it, part of it's getting a mentor. You know, yeah. someone that can bring you in. I mean, clearly, as you were talking about Zach, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's made a great transition into you know a successful acting career. But yeah. you know, I think knowing when to. I mean, to me, if if it's my opinion, my health is at risk. I'm, you know, that that's a that's a pretty good reason to to, to maybe turn and and pursue something different. You know, keep your quality of life in check. You know, but what about the point of really that just in general? You know, like I look at it. I think society tells us to stay comfortable and not make it do. I don't. You know, I, if you're listening out there right now, you're not too old. You're not too young to do whatever it is that you want to do. John Mahoney, who died, who is known as the Fraser. The, the dad yeah, of Fraser, Fraser, right? Yeah. Um, he didn't even start acting until 37 years old. Wow. He got out of uh, college with the army and everything, had a successful business career, and just one, you know, went took a couple acting classes. Said, "I love this. I'm dropping everything and going to do it." Like, if you want to do something, you got to go for it. You're not it. There's yeah. no uh, there's no age that you can't do it. And and knowing when that right time to make that leap and stuff is, you know it. I love when people go, "Well, I don't know if it's the right time." No, you know it. Yeah. You feel it. 
you feel something deep inside that keeps yearning you and keeps telling you about it and keeps yeah. bringing it up that you just got to go. Yeah. I had, I had so much respect. My wife and I actually had one moment where we grabbed coffee together uh, the other day, and, and uh, we were sitting there at Starbucks, and uh, there's this gentleman who was probably in his late 60s, and, and I just leaned over. He had books and computer in front of him, and, you know, he was studying because he's taking college courses, and I'm like, man, I just wanted to high-five that guy, you know, because, you know, you think about people that do a career change or they just want to un- unravel a new chapter, a new part of who they are at that stage in life. It's like, it's unconventional, but but why? You know, why, why? why isn't that the norm? You know, where people just make decisions that are bold and wild and go for it. unconventional and just, just go for it. When you, a lot of people would say that as a young married uh, uh, couple with two young children that it was a very dumb thing to do, irresponsible oh, for yeah. you to jump off and start a business you know nothing about it, right? I mean, it's not just dumb, it's irresponsible. You are you are letting your family down, right? And yep. now your family has 10 times more now yeah. than they ever would have there because they actually got their father at home. That's right. And financially, it's much better. Yep. It's all in who you ask for advice from. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Are they, are they people you want to take advice from? That's right. You know, uh, when it comes down to it. And I think that you've got to take and run with it. You've got to go for it. You can't let that others, like, stop you. And I think the biggest problem, I have a lot of problems with the educational institutional system, but I think that the fault, one of the biggest lies is, is education is something at school and it's over with. You got to continue to educate yourself throughout your life. You got to be reading the books. You got to be trying different things because you're not going to know your passion until you educate yourself. So if I get on the education topic, I won't ever stop, and they'll be <laughs> grabbing me off of this thing. So we're going to be back here in just a minute um, with the second segment, uh, second shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Keith Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Hear ye, hear ye. Great news for all of you guys. Colonial Life is hiring some salespeople from all over the country. No matter where you are in the United States of America, if you're looking for a sales career, if you want to just learn more about what Colonial Life does, send an email to mbeltran at coloniallife.com. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at coloniallife.com. We'll get you set up with the right people you need to talk to and see if maybe if you're going to win that job. If you're in the Metroplex area, great. If you're in St. Louis, great. We're going to have office there for you. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at ColonialLife.com and change your career today. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. So we got a little Twitter account update. I think you, you, you Matt. So, well, so what we were talking about? Did you look it up? Yeah, no. You hit me this Matt on the mic. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna jump on that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Of course, I thought eh, it's probably taken, and it was. Uh, this guy joined in March of 2010. Matt on the mic. His last tweet was 24th of July in 2011. He hasn't tweeted in seven years. So I wonder oh, if you wow. can go get it from. I him. don't know. He's only he only ever did he only ever sent si- seven tweets. Period. He's got seven followers. He's following nineteen people. And his last tweet was a stay-at-home moms make twenty-nine hundred dollars weekly work from home. All right, so so, it was so a spam account. Hey, wait. Here you go, listeners. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make. We're gonna see if Matt can actually uh, go follow through and attack something. Can we get here. the Twitter police on? No, this? No, no. You are. You so, so I we're going to give all the listeners this on this next podcast we do. Okay. They're going to have to hear from you an update on your journey of getting that if account. I've get, gotten this account. All right. Let me, let me, this let me write this down. I want to make yes, sure I got you this. Write, write this down, Zach, because this is what we're going to bring up. He's going to have to – I'm going to hold him accountable like I did you of coming to that, that uh, DJCC event, yeah, okay? Yeah. You have better have some – Concrete. I'll have steps. something. Now I don't. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, no, no, but no. I, I'll have something. You got to have the way to get the account. You can do it. Okay. Yeah. I got faith in you. All right. 
Speaking of it, we're going to talk about the eclipse. The eclipse. Don't we yeah. got another one coming up? We Yeah, believe it or not, uh, Chris pointed this out. I didn't know about this, so shout out to Chris Menard. Best places to watch the 2024 solar eclipse in Texas. I didn't know this was coming up, yeah. and I think that's part of the story. On April 8th, 2024, right next to my birthday, shout out to me, some of the best viewing areas for this rare and mesmerizing astronomical event will cut right through the Lone Star State. A total solar eclipse will run nearly straight through the Dallas DFW skies and through the middle half of Texas. And, Crazy. and no ego there, Zach shouting out to himself. Yeah, on subtle plug. 2024 event will be <laughs> but, a unique but, opportunity for Zach on the mic. To enjoy the path of totality. Yes. <laughs> I'm out. So, so it's going to be the best spot to watch it. And you, you being in Kentucky with the last one, you yep. were bringing it up. What was it, a town that? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. You live it in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, there's a little town, uh, Hopkinsville, which is in kind of like a uh, southern, southwestern part of Kentucky. And it's a town of like 2,000 people. And, uh, you know, of course, we we got into it. You do as the Kentuckians do, and 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 we're really come to find out it's like this global phenomenon and this global following. So you have all these people, and I was listening to radio. Like two hundred thousand people piled in. Yeah, two hundred thousand people or so. Because it was the best came, spot to see it. It was it was ground zero, the the place of total total totality is that even a thing but but anyway well we place, make up words on this yeah, show so total it's okay. totality if that's i mean you, you chris you know you're on here with me you know yeah, that it can i feel like i'm safe saying that yeah, but, yeah. anyway total totality um but uh, but yeah 200 something thousand people uh came to the city you know like mcdonald's are running out of food walmart's couldn't hang gas stations were out of gas if you were in the ice business, you were sold out. You know, it was just like mass pandemonium. Oh, man. But, you know, really. Chris is like, hey, Heath, how can we capitalize yeah, on Dallas? Right. 2024 is coming. What can we put together to be ahead of this? Thing? This, this is time. a buyer's market. That's right. Yeah, That's this, right, man. It's perfect. I'm thinking like cheesy, like cheesy T-shirts or, or solar glasses, something to, to, to get, in, get on the front wave of this thing. You know, I think of like 200,000 people in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Boy, what it could be in Dallas. Yeah. Right, right. right? You know How much I mean? even more is going to be to come there, right? Jeez, no, no doubt. Man, think about trying to. Man, I bet you could, you could rent out patio space at a bar up downtown yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, and then sell out tickets or something. Yeah, you get yeah. way ahead of this. Also, all ideas are property of second shot. Yeah, just want to get that out there for anybody <laughs> thinking about scooping one of these up. We're keeping them anyway. Go ahead. I'm well, sad. you know, and the interesting thing about this is that kind of that capitalizing on stuff that a lot of people, especially in today's world, because in today's world you can see. Um, there's a lot more visibility to all kinds of ideas and things to do. And a lot of people talk about, you know, how do I know when the right opportunity to capitalize on, right? Like, how do I know um, to capitalize on this business opportunity? How do I know to capitalize on, on that promotion? How do I know when to capitalize on, on this move or this opportunity or, or, um, uh, or anything like that, right? Like, I, I feel like people struggle a lot with knowing, is this the right move? Should I do it? Should I capitalize on that? And, um, you know, we talk about a lot with your your story that, you know, you, you went after and, and thought, in 2007, you obviously didn't know that the crash was going to hit really hard right after that, but you literally invest everything you got into a magazine company at the absolute, like, six months before the worst time, worst recession since the Great Depression almost, right? Yep. Um, it was literally one of the worst <laughs> decisions you can possibly do. Um <laughs> Now, in hindsight, good about it, but wait, yeah, in hindsight, that. right? Obviously, at that time, yeah, you, nobody knows that, right? Like this is now after, um, and and that didn't work out for you, and and you lost the money you invested in that and had to go work a job. But then a couple years later, you then walk away again into something you know nothing about and do it again, fresh off of just that with it, right? Yep. And I was thinking about it like, man, if anybody knows talking about capitalizing, but I, I look back too and go, hey, some people would say, oh, that's a failure. 
No, no, life happened for you because that led you to walking in my door, which led you to colonial life to your new insurance career yep. um, and everything with it. So when I look back, it ha- life happened for you, not, not against you, and capitalize on it, right? Yep. And it did. I, it, you know, some people would say that's a failure, but it wasn't. No, certainly wasn't. Certainly wasn't. Yeah, I think about, you know, the, uh, the journey that it's been just in, in, you know, my life. It's like, you know, I don't know if there was like a right time for it, but I do think that there are circumstances that certainly lead people to maybe making a decision. So, you know, if, if, if we're all going to conspire here to, to figure out how we, you know, come get on the front wave of like making solar goggles for, for this 2024 <laughs> deal, um, we probably should start that work now because that's, you know, that's a, that's a finite date that's coming, right? Yeah. But, but I think uh, of, you know, what happens in a person's life that forces them to be ready for an opportunity or capitalizing on an opportunity. And sometimes there is no right time. And, 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 you know, I think in our, in our, in our world, we've got to kind of maintain that perspective is yeah. that it may not be the right time. Or if you're looking for that right time where, Hey man, it just feels right. Well, you know, what is that feeling like? What, what is that feels right to go ahead and do this? Right. Sometimes it is a circumstance. Sometimes it is things that you can't control. Sometimes it's, hey, I've, I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm now much more open to hearing about what this opportunity might be. Um, you know, I, I don't think sometimes it's like in, 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 in the news and like, hey, Chris, now it's time to do your thing. Yeah, did, go, did you have any this. light moment to know when no. the right jump, like, like to say, I'm going to make that move at that time that you no. literally just had your second child. Your wife quit her job at that same time. And so now it's like everything, like, if, if you talk to normal people, they would say, you're being irresponsible. This is not the right thing to do, right? Yep. And then, but you did, was there a gleaming light that come down no. and hit you in your head or? No, the, 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 the sun and the stars never, never aligned and said, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't walk out of my back patio and see a solar eclipse and go, it's time for me to do this. <laughs> yeah. Now I know. He's been saying this all these, all this time, it's time to do this. But, but I think, you know, man, if, just get out of your way, just get out of your way and do it. You know, so for me, you know, I think that's. Maybe the lesson in all this is like, don't wait for that big, huge event. And don't you think, don't worry about it. Cause if it, you know, if it looking back, like at the time that magazine ad looked like a failure, but it really wasn't, it was, it led it to everything that now it, it can, when, you know, like Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots forward. You can only connect them backwards. Yep. Connecting them backwards. The magazine was still a right choice. I, w- I would say it was the best decision I made in, in my twenties. Yeah. And how many people would say that something where they lost all their money that, uh, oh, that would, would be it. And see, that's what people don't understand is that you got to jump off the cliff and grow grow your wings on the way down. That's it, baby. Um, but then you were brave enough to do it again two years later yep. with more responsibility on your plate. Even. Sure. You know what I mean? So yep. that was like even, and that's what I give you a lot of props with. And I think too many people aren't confident enough in their own self and, and their own abilities to, to attempt those things. And, and another thing we talked about was I think a way that you can always tell whether or not it's something you capitalize on. If the person you're talking to um, can't tell you the negatives and all the bad things, then it's not a good decision. You yep. know, with all these multi-level marketing and all this stuff that you, you know, this person, if it all sounds too good to be true, it's always too good to be true. Like that is the most realest thing I can tell you. You know, it's kind of like what, what, uh, you know, uh, my mentor told me, he said, listen, he listened to all opportunities. So instead of like shutting out recruiters that would want to call me about job stuff, I talked to all of them, but he said, don't, you don't have to take them all. Yep. And that's the kicker is you listen to all opportunities, but it doesn't mean you take them. You know, I've listened to a ton of opportunities, but I had never taken them. The chances of it being greener than what I got it are not good. I love where I'm at, but I'm going to listen and talk to all of them. You don't know what changes. Yep. But I can tell you, if you're sitting talking to somebody and they're pitching you this new multi-level marketing deal is going to make you a killing and all these things, and it's all sunshine and roses, run for the hills. I'll tell you, that would be a good prom, uh, you know, a good 
what's the word barometer is that a barometer, barometer? barometer. it's a good yeah. measurement of, would that work yeah there you yeah. go okay see look i got a big word i threw out there <laughs> congratulations <Eve. laughs> well done it's a good barometer is if it's too good to be true run for the hills would you agree yeah absolutely 100 percent of the time i always ask them what's the downside here What's the things that can go wrong? And if they can't tell you that they don't know enough about their stuff, they've been sold by somebody who's told them it's too good to be true. Yep, they're reading from a script. So I think the classic thing is is that, that when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. When, um, listen to all opportunities, but it doesn't mean you have to take them all. And number three is, is that if it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. You have to find what things could go wrong. So I think if you take those into account, maybe that can help you on making those right decisions on when the time um, you know, kind of to capitalize on, on a situation or not. So absolutely, we'll come back here in a minute. We've got a very interesting kind of little fired up one here on this last deal that uh, on the third segment of Second Shot coming right back up. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. Hear ye, hear ye. Great news for all of you guys. Colonial Life is hiring some salespeople from all over the country. No matter where you are in the United States of America, if you're looking for a sales career, if you want to just learn more about what Colonial Life does, send an email to mbeltran at colonialife.com. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at colonialife.com. We'll get you set up with the right people you need to talk to and see if maybe if you're going to win that job. If you're in the Metroplex area, great. If you're in St. Louis, great. We're going to have office there for you. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at ColonialLife.com and change your career today. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. You know you have a, you know you have like a really really fancy office when you can't even turn your own AC down when y'all gotta go get maintenance people <laughs> gotta call to make somebody. some famous switch because like in this studio right now I'm not gonna lie to you these big lights I got on it's getting warm and We're like baking. this dude is it's like you gotta like call technical people to come turn down some AC right. like like you know just flip a little switch turn it down. Simple. Yeah, I definitely, when we moved into this office, I, I found what appears to be a thermostat in the back. And of course, it's like tamper proof. You can't mess yeah. with it. You got to have somebody come Child on. Proof. It, it, like, Man, it like hisses at you whenever you try to move yeah, it. Yeah, but let me tell you, that casing comes right off and you can tweak it all you want. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. like that's, that's, that's taking advantage of the situation. Smart, I got to remember that. Yeah. Smart man. Um, now, in the third segment here is when we take, you know, the reader, um, the listener emails or, or, or views or anything. And remember, guys, you know, send us emails with any kind of ideas that you've got. Uh, anything you want us to know um, we're going to be working on putting a cool little contest coming up together that for our listeners and stuff and try to bring some um, real fun in with all of it but bring send us anything you got whether it's you just want to tell us we suck or you want to tell us that you like it or you want to just say Chris sucked as a guest yeah, or, or Chris, Chris was good you know I mean you can always do that <laughs> I'll forward it to him and it can really ruin his day um, they need more, more Cajun <laughs> accent here. I love it um, but uh, one of our faithful, um, faithful ones, Javier, which I really enjoy Javier. He always has good insight, and he always is, is a positive guy. You know, I really like Javier. Javier is actually in the insurance business as well. Oh, very good. Is yeah. he really? Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. He yeah. followed me on Twitter, Javier. Shout yeah. out. He's a nice guy. Um, you got into a Nerf battle with him. Um, I I did, yeah. We had a little bit of a, of a Nerf conversation over Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Well, I was getting coffee the other day, and I got, I got shot in the head by a Nerf dart by <laughs> my my boss, believe it or we not. We need to carry um, Nerf. Like, I want to keep a Nerf gun in, in my office. That you, should, wouldn't that be fun? That's so right. We got a couple of them here, yeah. That's and so, right. uh, so I tweeted about it, and he tweeted back. He said, Nerf guns are life. I said, hey, you know. 
Nerf guns are a good time. Everything uh, is brought about Nerf our guns. Life. Yeah, he said, yeah, "Tell yeah, you what, if, if I ever happen to make it over the studio, let's let's, let's dish, dish it out." I said, yeah. "You got it, man. We'll, yeah. we'll make it happen." My so wife, that's how this household. My started. wife can always tell like how mature I am when I get like one of my kids' Nerf guns in my hand. It's like sure, I, I take it back to like when I'm 13 years old. You're going I, hardcore. You're oh, like man. like you probably got like face paint on Some, and like rolling around. Someone's running oh, yeah. downstairs crying. I, I just it, it happens every time. <laughs> no different than when I was 13 years old. Oh, I love it. Now Javier sent us a deal that was interesting. Um, was he talked about uh, the Newberg report? Uh, Jamie Newberg, who's a local attorney, um, but for the love of game, um, he's always he's done writing for the Rangers and a newsletter newsletter that's basically um, for free. He does uh, all kinds of posts at the end of the season, then he sells them with awesome pictures, um, and it's like a really coveted pieces for journalism. Ra- Rangers fans really really like it. He's actually he's really got a big following with this um, little post he does basically right. for yeah, free. Big you know, Rangers following over there. Um, but he recently announced that he was going to, to something else called The Athletic or something. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but basically he got a really great opportunity to go on to another company or to a new blog new, post new or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. So it was a really good step for him in, in his career, and it was awesome. And Javier's like, he's getting, you know, Javier said he's really excited for him that he's gotten that opportunity, um, but yet he's getting hammered online. And there were some really mean, nasty tweets to him about he's disloyal, he's all this and that. And, and so Javier asked this question. He said, hey, does, does he owe anyone an explanation? Is this all jealousy? And I realize fans become attached to heroes, but when they make a move, all hell breaks loose. But Jamie doesn't deserve that because he really likes him. He goes, what's your take? Um, and I thought this was really, really interesting. I mean, he sent out a deal explaining, hey, what happened? And he's like, he's exciting about the new deal. And he got a great opportunity, and people are bashing him. It was very kind. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't bashing anybody and saying, you know, I hate this job or yeah. I don't like the fans. It was very much like, I appreciate what we're doing here. Stick around. There's more to come from these guys. I'm going here. You can follow me there. I love this company. Yeah, it was very nice. It was very, yeah. You, very know, what ini- you know what initially comes to my head, too, is? It's like, Jamie, you want me to tell you something? This is how you know you're a rock star. Yeah. yeah. Because if you weren't good, nobody would be hating on you. That's true. And that's so true. Like, like you need to know, Jamie, I hope that if anything, that if, if it's getting you down, because these people that, that just do blind, these trolling online and stuff, they're, they're cowards, they're weak, um, they're, they're, they're just faceless cowards that like to say whatever they can out there. They won't say it to people's face and do and own up to it. So you got to understand something. If you weren't doing something good, nobody's hating on you. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, whenever, whenever I read that, article um you know thinking thinking man i gotta defend this guy like he's, he's making and a you don't even know movie. who it is right yeah and it's like man w- what's the hate coming from uh, it could be jealousy it could be a number of different things but you know i think about you know people in my own life that have you know perhaps quit something and i've hired you know maybe hundreds over the last you know seven years of even my career and you know thousand probably maybe plus thousands. You know, <laughs> i've interviewed thousands yeah um but uh, but over the last you know several years many you know it, it it is personal when someone leaves it's like you can't help but but you know take a step back and go, man, was it me? Is there something I could have done? Is there something I could do differently? So it always you know maybe that self evaluation piece, but you know I never take it personally or I try not. But to. but and I think the ones that do that, they're they're unhappy with their own lives. They're 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 miserable people that want to make everybody else's life miserable. Because my first thought is I don't even know the guy. I say good for you. Yeah. You know it's like you know my favorite quote is you can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want by Ziggler. And, and I know it all sounds corny, and it's like, oh, duh, duh. But, but I truly try to strive my hardest to do yep. that, and I believe everybody can win. You know, like in our business is, is how hardcore that a lot of people um, maybe hire some really good managers and leaders, and then 
they, they want to keep them down, right? Mm-hmm. You hear that a lot. They don't want to lose them to something else, get them promoted or any of that because they lose that talent, you know. And, um, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that will say that kind of quote, but then I've also – it's lived out where I've gotten people putting them in to get jobs like mine that are equal to me that – or, you know, even higher than me at times that I lose them and all that, but it's – but I gain so much more with it and everybody does, so yeah. everybody can win. And yeah. there's enough winning to go around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, one of the things, too, I like about the article when he kind of gave his rebuttal about him leaving, moving on, he, he gave nothing but praise and, and compliments to, you know, the, the fans and the people that had followed him. But he also went above and beyond and said, hey, oh, by the way, we're not going away. There's a new there's a new guy going to take yeah. this piece over. He's going to run with it. He's more than capable. So I think, you know, kudos to him for, for number one, having the, 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 the courage to do something different, pursuing something that – perhaps is better for him, but also having the courage to kind of get out of the way. Yeah. So, so perhaps that's what he's doing here. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, the sign of a great leader is just having the, the comfort of getting out of the way and perhaps letting someone else kind of take the keys to the kingdom for a minute, and, you know. And it's a shame to, to see a situation like this where this writer clearly respects his readership enough to say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you the truth. Here's where I'm at. Yep. I love you guys. I hope you come with me. Like, I, I hope you, you believe in me in this new direction. It's going to be great. And to get that back from people, I mean, even yeah, but, some I, but of them listen, is, be happy. You know what, Jamie? You gotta love it, relish in it. Yeah. That means you're good. If you're nobody's hating on you, you ain't worth a dang. <laughs> look, you ain't even gotta bleep that out for my pastor. <laughs> I stopped we'll myself. Keep that in. Yeah. All right. Love but it. I mean, look. Here's the thing: is you're a rock star. When you got people hating on you, you're good. Yeah. If you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want people hating on you, don't be good. Yeah. Suck. Yeah. Go suck some more, That's a good point. and and you yeah. will. And then understand the fact that those people suck at life. They're miserable people. They're trying to be miserable on everybody else. I get so sick of the people online that want to hide behind their faceless stuff and and post and say whatever they can that think is all hurtful. And and it's quicker that you realize and not taking anything personal. Realize the people that can say that and do that are people that are miserable. Right. Yeah. And so you should have you should you should you should pray for them. You should feel sorry for them that they're in that position because. I truly want people to win. I want everybody to win. I believe we can all win. I yeah. believe that if you want to, you can win. I don't hold the secrets back. I mean, I pay to do this show. I don't yeah. get paid for this. So, um, you know, just freely given anything that I've got with it, you can do that, don't yeah. you the, think? The, the, the great philosopher um, Taylor Swift said, haters going to hate, 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 hate. Yeah. Haters going to hate, hate, hate. Haters so, going to hate. So, you know, in, in, in the sense of this, it's, uh, you know, keep going, man. Do your thing. Do your thing, have success, chase it down, be great, move out of the way, get people, give people another chance and behind you, you. You know what is a good thing to think about, too, is that if you're somebody that catches yourself when somebody around you maybe got a promotion or somebody else in, in your, in that you know personally or anything that got something good happened to you, and you catch yourself going, oh, man, like that person shouldn't – you, if you catch yourself doing that, I hope you realize real quick that you stop yourself and go – I'm only mad because I'm miserable. Yeah. That's what you got to stop yourself and do. You're only mad because you're miserable. You're not mad because there are opportunities. So um, you've got to change your situation. You got to go do something to put yourself in it to get out of it. I get so sick of that crap. I get so sick of people trying to um, hold anybody down in general. Like nothing gets me more pissed off than people holding people back, than people trying to hold on to something for their own gain. You know, I mean, those things are just. It's 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 an absolute worst place to be, and you're you're a human being that is really struggling in life when you have it. But I'm gonna tell you, Jamie. Hey, you're doing a good job because people are hating on you. I'm, and it's true, right? I mean, if yep. you're if you're doing something good, people are gonna come after you. Yep. 
If you're not doing something good, that means you're stirring nothing. You're making nobody question their thoughts. You're making nobody question their beliefs. You're making nobody get uncomfortable. Yeah. So if you're not stirring up the pot and got people pissed off at you, then you're not making an impact. <laughs> no you know, way. Jesus made the biggest impact in the entire world, and he had a lot of people pissed off with him and a lot of people that weren't, right? Yep. You know, because it's going to happen when you're making an impact. Yeah. So go out there and make an impact. Go piss some people off. Make some worthless Twitter <laughs> trolls, you know, go spend their life on telling you how bad you are and that you suck at life when they're really the ones that suck at you're life. You're going to be really jazzed about this. Yeah, I love yeah, this. Fired yeah. up. Your, your pastor's going to be proud there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, where can we find you? Uh, thanks for coming on again, yeah, buddy. Man. Honestly, thanks for coming on Absolutely. for another show. Any, I appreciate anytime, it. Anytime, Heath. Love to, uh, love to do it again, man. Uh, at C.E. Menard on Instagram, C-M-E-N-A-R-D at ColonialLife.com. And you can find me at Ignorance on Fire at Heath Oaks. And, um, you know, if, uh, if you're a t- Twitter troll out there, then don't do it with me because you're going to obviously see that I'm on fire back. So I may come pull the uh, – Roy the, D. Mercer. How big a boy are you? How big a boy are you? I love Roy <laughs> D. Mercer. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Destination for premium talk radio.